Julia Adolph, and welcome to Loose Leaf Notebook, where we will explore the connection between creativity and mental health, nurturing artistry, emotional intelligence, and self-care. I'm a composer, and I will be sharing my own personal creative process and journey towards mental health, as well as inviting other artists and creative individuals to share their own inspiring stories with you. To me, being an artist means learning how to trust in your own voice. This can be quite a challenge to do in your creative endeavors if you don't trust your own voice in your personal life. I know for me, it's been a struggle to learn to trust my voice or to listen to my gut, as people say, with my anxiety disorder. I think even as a child, my anxiety showed up in the sense that I couldn't really trust my own thoughts. I often asked my parents or others who I trusted to help validate my thoughts and feelings or to clarify things because I often felt like I was being bombarded with confusing, anxious, contradictory messages and I couldn't quite discern how I felt or thought about certain things. Life is full of contradictory, confusing messages and part of learning to care for your mental health is to understand your own moral compass and what makes you feel strong and healthy and what breaks you down and is potentially a toxic force in your life. To give an example, when I was 19, I started experiencing panic attacks. And this is a very acute physical sensation where I really believed in that moment that I was dying. My body was sending me messages to tell me that I was in grave danger when actually I was completely fine. I remember getting into the ambulance because I called 911. I, I thought that I couldn't breathe and that something was terribly wrong. And I remember uh, the man in the, um, in the ambulance with me rolling his eyes when I was telling him my symptoms um, because it must have been clear to him even in that moment that I was fine. Of course, I wasn't fine. I was given a, a heavy dose of Ativan when I got to the emergency room and told that I had panic disorder. Yes, there were certain environmental and personal factors that perhaps helped bring out my anxiety disorder, but it's also genetic and some people are just born with higher anxiety. I think one of the hardest things for me to deal with was I felt that my body and mind had really betrayed me. I think this may be true for anyone experiencing an illness that feels out of their control. You can really feel like, why me? Why did my body and mind do this to me? I can't trust my body or I can't trust my mind. And I think that's where a lot of this self-doubt started. So when someone says, go with your gut, that can be really hard because sometimes I feel like my gut is telling me about 10 different things at the same time but with very deep listening and practice, and in my case, therapy and medication, I have been able to really hone in on the true voice that is mine. Um, journaling has also helped me a lot to sort of just get all of the different contradictory messages down and then look at them and then really see what it is that I'm really feeling at its core. It also helped me to think of anxious Julia as a separate person and to try to figure out if she was running the ship or if I was running the ship. I hoped for so long that my anxiety disorder was a phase 
And I did try to go off of my medication after I felt much supported by therapy. And I found my mind to be very, very difficult to live in um, when I went off of the medication. And it was a very difficult period. And that's when I had to accept, okay, I, I do have a mental illness, a mental health disorder, whatever you want to call it. And the medication is really what my body and my mind needs to be fully myself. So going back to creative work, I think when I was young, I really did feel like when I was writing, it was very clear to me what I wanted to say. And I always knew what my gut wanted, only in my creative world. I had a very clear sense of what melodies I wanted, what harmonies I wanted, what thoughts I wanted to express. And it was just fun. And it became this kind of safe haven where there were no sort of doubts and insecurities. It was just this joyful expression. As I've talked about on this series before, that joy and sense of certainty does start to fade as you become to take yourself seriously as a composer and, of course, enter the world of academia and competition. And so at that point, my it was very hard for me to find my voice once again. In a way, my experience of school was trying out maybe a lot of different kinds of voices. And I think that can actually be a very helpful thing as a student to learn to kind of find yourself in a lot of different styles. But ultimately, you do want to be able to trust your gut and trust your voice as an artist as much as you do in real life. So as I became more confident in trusting my own thoughts and feelings um, through therapy and, of course, with the medication kind of lowering the degree of the anxiety bouncing around in my head, um, I have been able to hone in to my creative voice even further. And as I always say, the healthier I am, the more true and authentic my music becomes because it is a greater reflection of who I am as a person. To anyone struggling with any kind of mental health challenge or who is constantly second-guessing themselves and um, having trouble discovering or rediscovering that joy they once had in their creative work, I encourage you to seek support and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Loose Leaf Notebook. I'm Julia Adolph, and the music you are hearing is my orchestral work, Dark Sand Sifting Light, performed by the New York Philharmonic with Alan Gilbert conducting. If you'd like to hear some more of my music, you can visit my website at juliaadolph.com or my YouTube channel, which also has video versions of all of these podcasts. Thanks again.